1: I'm going to just figure it out as we go you along. figure
2: out. Wait, what are you figuring out? Just what we're talking
1: about. <laughs> Happy New Year
3: and welcome back to Everything is Content. We're back. I'm Beth. I'm Rachira. And I'm Anoni. And if you're new here, this is your favourite weekly pop culture podcast. The internet is a jumble sale and we're the friends who are going to help you dive into the bottom of the pile and find that piece you never knew you needed.
1: On the podcast today, we'll discuss ins and outs lists, a viral cup, and our reading goals for 2024.
2: And remember, if there's anything you want us to discuss, you can follow us on Instagram at everythingiscontentpod. So, guys tell me, what have you been
3: loving this week? The first week of Jan, what has tickled you?
1: So I have been loving the return of my favourite show of 2022 slash early 2023, which was The Traitors on mm. BBC. The UK version, because there's been some spin-offs. It was amazing, and I have full hopes it's going to be absolutely amazing this series.
3: So oh, I've never watched it. I remember everyone going crazy about it. I remember seeing the tweets, and it would be like a Black Broom looking at a hedge, and it would be something about Claudia Winkleman. Does that <laughs> make sense? To you? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. Black Can you Broom. Give me, um, well, like she she hosts it. Yeah, <laughs> So
1: gorgeous, Claudia Winkleman. Love her forever. She hosts it. Uh, 22 contestants go to a remote scottish highland castle it's really intense of the 22 they choose at the beginning maybe two maybe three traitors the rest are faithfuls the traitors know who each other are eventually everyone else is in the dark the purpose of the show is the traitors need to survive to the end the faithfuls need to figure out who the traitors are and win the prize money so it's basically two teams against each other only the, only the traitors know who they are and only they know who their enemies are. But what do they do in the show? <laughs> they, <laughs> they, basically, they plant seeds to suggest that other people are traitors. <laughs> when you said that, I thought you meant they literally they, It's a It's a herbology bro-treats. show. If you're a traitor, you need to make everyone else so suspicious of innocent people. Oh, okay. Every night someone gets murdered in their sleep. So they get a note delivered that says... The traitors want you gone, you're too dangerous. <gasps> every Also every evening, there's a round table. So
3: when they think someone's figuring them out,
1: the traitors Precisely, can get, eliminate precis- Or they do it tactically where they go, those two faithfuls are kind of not getting on with each other. If we vote one of them out, Mm. people are going to vote the other one. And then next week they'll get rid of them because they also get rid of people around a round table where it's a a vote.
2: Okay, So it's like a game of trust and basically turning trust against people. So it gets really psychological. I actually played this with some friends last year. And by the end, I honestly was about to sob because I was faithful. And the person who was unfaithful, we were the final two, (gasps) turned everyone against me. Can you imagine that psychological warfare? With your best friends. I don't, I can't believe you
3: did that. And um, how, what were you doing? Were you together when you were doing it? Were yeah, we like were on a our, holiday.
2: Yeah, we were on a cottage weekend. <laughs> oh my so God. So risky. Ugh.
1: And watching it, you sort of forget. You're like, why are they so stressed? Of course, these are strangers to each other so and they strange. have to treat everyone like liars. They're all lying to each other. Traitors can turn on each other. They can like plant... Oh, it's so oh, Do you think it's your best being a traitor then? Like, is that the best position to be in? It's the hardest. Mm, I think no. guaranteed the hardest because you do have to lie to people that become your friends. You have to think really strategically. I need to watch it because it makes sense as a concept. But I just can't imagine how this is a no, show. So I know that you've it's You've got like to a... watch it and it will immediately hook you. Claudia Winkleman, she gets you, you know, okay. in her little clutches. okay. So you can watch it on BBC iPlayer or you can watch it on BBC, which is released every nine, it's 9 p.m. Wednesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. Oh, wow. Amazing. So three episodes within three days. I mean, that's, no one's going out for the foreseeable future.
3: I'm not going out anyway, to be fair.
1: So you should watch this. Yes, I will.
3: Which year, what have you been enjoying?
2: Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> so I've been watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Does anyone else watch that? No. Okay, well, I'll just take over them because an episode dropped that was the finale of the series, and oh my god, it was like Gossip Girl, it was like Wagatha Christie, it was like the biggest true crime saga in one episode of sixty minutes. <gasps>
1: it was insane. I mean, I saw some like keywords, and they were like fake account, yes, birthday dinner, um,
2: Dita. No, what is it? Reality von <gasps> <Vontice>. Reality von Teese. Reality <laughs> von And everyone was
1: like trying to find out the identity, and it was one of What's the women. It? We- yes, I haven't watched it, but maybe I should.
2: Yes, you have to watch it. So Salt Lake City has a reputation for being one of the wilder franchises of The Real Housewives. It is mental. Every single episode is a catfight, unlike any other catfight you've seen on TV. It's insane. This final episode had nothing really building to it other than just a massive reveal. And the Bravo execs, the producers, whoever, have created cinematic fucking art in this episode. (laughs) The beginning starts with like dropping some info, something is going down there's a scene with one of the people on a beach and she's like I can't believe I found out this information and then it reverts back and goes and then you're just like what is gonna happen what is gonna happen they have all of these drip feeds of what's gonna happen and basically one of the friends the new friends they've made on this series has been part of a secret group that has been basically documenting and sharing information about all of their lives on social media (gasps)
3: like like kind of selling stories but to a social media account no
2: so it's kind of like she basically was part of a network like a gossip girl network about all of them it's so juicy and it's revealed in this final episode and they have a dinner party and they basically confront her was she a plant
3: then by the series or she she was like no, no one else knew? No,
2: I don't think producers knew because they were kind of scrambling and you could see almost like they broke the fourth wall of producers like running into the room trying to film one of the people finding out in real time. And then it's all just, I don't know, all of it just comes out in a way that I don't know if they could have known that.
1: Okay, I'm really, because this one's in a full series as well. So I yeah. do think like yes, this is, and they're do. so
2: glamorous. They're like
1: glamorous 45 year old women. Yes,
2: in Salt Lake City. It's yeah. an interesting Where area. Where is Salt Lake City? Yeah. Uh, Utah. Right. And it's got a very big Mormon community.
1: Yeah, that is The Utah Mormons are very powerful, great. Yeah,
3: yeah. The Utah I mean, Lady Yeah, because I loved Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills but I'm now, I kind of stopped watching it I try and dip in and out but it's been too long and they keep changing all the characters and I think I'm just going to quit at season 11 or whatever I'm on. Say farewell, yeah. Yeah, I think it's time for oh, me to, so to try something new, try something yeah. new. Okay, thank you. I'm excited.
2: What about you and Oni? What have you been up to?
3: Um well, I've been kind of <laughs> I'm really obsessed with the stories I keep seeing on X about Paul Mescal having one night stands with a woman taking a walk in the park and then just running away. Sprinting away. It's just hilarious. Imagining him in his tiny little GAA shorts. I need to sprouting. do it.
1: <laughs> where did this come from and what is he doing? So basically, I don't
3: know where it started, but I've had it all over my timeline. I think one girl said, I went on a date with Paul Mescal. I woke up in the morning said, she want to go for a walk. I took her on a walk like through Hyde Park said it was really nice to meet you and then just sprinted away. And then those people started quote tweeting like, oh my God, he did the exact same thing to me. So he obviously does this thing where he'll like in the morning wake up and be like, do you want to go get a coffee? Do you want to go for a walk to get them out of the house? And then when he's walked them like far enough away, he runs. Scoundrel. And and so people then keep posting stuff like a bit of Raya, the dating app, wherever meets him and Strava and being like, yeah. Paul Muskell, I'm coming for you. <laughs>
2: few weeks i've been seeing a trend that's gone kind of insane on social media is the ins and outs lists um, people have been sharing what they perceive will be in and what will be out for the next year some of them have been you know satire of trends and they've been really funny and other ones have been more serious
3: I love some of these in and out lists and I love it when they are just so deranged and random mm-hmm. and just like the funny I find them really funny but then you read someone that's really sincere and you're like oh you haven't understood this <laughs> no. it's, a meme. it's become a meme yeah. now yeah it's got into sort of like wellness and like help, like really sincere I'm really sincere as a person but <laughs> this is very much to me like a Twitter listing thing right? you see these really sort of like sarcastic sardonic ridiculous takes silliness and then you find it like pops up on some like positive affirmation quotes and it's like in being kind to yourself every day and those that's like take the fun away because the in and out list is just good old-fashioned dumb fun i want
1: some silliness silliness on there i want some like real like random stuff on it because that is what's going to happen we're not going to just get like in positive, you know, out. <laughs> like it's a it's a real come on, get a life. Mm. What's gonna be in is and I said this last year, rat tails. We're getting them back.
3: No. <laughs> I, no. I see it. I do feel and I'm
1: like no. because mullets were we, had not mullets. That long. we, we have need mullets. another hair trend. Yeah. Bowl haircut. Why can't that bowl? be Bowl, okay, great. We've got our first one. <laughs> I in bowl. It. Okay, what's your in, what's your out? Go. In hair trends or in, (laughs) I think in, we're going to have hearty German food. And I wrote this down and I realized, I wrote it down as a joke and I went, that's in, that's in. We're going to not get away with like European small plates. We're going to have European big plates. Just like big sausages. Yeah, it's going to be sausages inside of sausages inside of a big cabbage. It's going to be really, it's going to be gravy based. It's going to be really, it's going to be cabbage based. It's going to be be schnitzels. I I just see it. Small plates have
3: been in for probably too long in terms of like how trends things work. Also, in this year, I've heard as being in your thirties is very in. This Great, because who will be in their
1: thirties this coming year? That. I will yeah. remain. You will be. Which I will be. Won't... Oh, oh sorry, you you're coming in no, your thirties too? Twenty nine. Oh, sorry, that's not it. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm a bit
3: worried about? Is that like the interior styles that I've like just caught up with? I feel
1: like someone's going to have a complete change. That's ridiculous. Because anything mm. that has a huge cost, like yeah, overhead, it's so is very silly. I want something that is like. D- very doable Anyone in. can do it, yeah. I don't want something that's just like, no, it's, you know, Renaissance paintings and like thick Fabri-Jay shag eggs. carpets. I can't do that. A wren. Do
3: you know what else Lewisham? is really in?
1: And I haven't gone into it. Maybe I've missed
3: the window. Is red tights.
2: I really want to get some.
3: Yeah, same. But can we wear them in jammed? we miss the window?
2: Oh, is it a Christmas God, how could... I mean,
1: it's the, the micro trends really ruin the in and out because everything that I say is going to be in might be in for 45 minutes.
2: So I guess this is a problem with them because it's like, we don't want to promote super fast trends and micro trends but this can be used to promote micro trends yeah and is by like well that's style, the thing i think we have to say things, things like
1: overconsumption out yes yeah, um, yeah. in I, I think it's gonna be in is like visibly worn items like whether it's a accessory a jacket something that has obviously been used heavily i think people can go god that pen's chewed to a crisp or well, like that <laughs> Ooh, water bottle's absolutely I like, like <laughs> i I'd love that i think that would be in when someone goes gosh you've really used that pair of boots holy trainers in yes yeah wearing things to the bitter end i think is in old pants in old pants in. i did throw away wear a pair of pants today because they were like 90% whole no you should
3: bring them back in crotchless as a perfect example of like the ins and outs i want to see the page love of huns which i'm obsessed with by the way and also once tried to get them to come on my podcast at adulting to interview them and we had this whole dm exchange and they were like no because you can't find out who i am yeah I was like, oh are
1: they like who you are, you? are you are they a true hun though i've got to know mm. what do you mean well love of huns i hope it's run by a hun but i it think could it be run, run by, by... A normie that would sing the whole thing
3: i'm gonna read you some of the love of huns 24 ins and outs kiss ins pints of wine EastEnders, Girls Aloud, Aldi Candles, SPF, Live Laugh Loving, Beans yeah. on Toast, Not Answering and I'm No and Googling it immediately, Leopard Print. I
1: do all of those, I do all of
3: these. 2024, 20, Outs, Restaurants Charging £35 for a Bottle of £8 Prosecco, Going to Work, Kiss, yes. Aggressively <laughs> Grave or Living Rooms. Couldn't agree more. Vapes, also agree, quit vaping. Thanks everyone. Mixing red white white wine together to make rose. <laughs> 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 Menti bees. Spending more than five pounds on a nice coffee. Daylight robbery. Leaving the house with 24% battery. Oh. Houston station. The guy you met in Ibiza who hasn't replied to your messages since June. That to <laughs> me is perfect. No, no. She's
1: say, she's so wise. Or they so wise. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know, know who the know they are. The love of fun. The love of fun. The,
2: the love of Hans. Pun. Okay, so when does a meme die? I'm going to put forward the argument it's when the Labour Party and the Conservative Party use that meme, which they have done with In and Out list. What do you think? Oh, well, they've
1: ruined it yet again. Yeah. It's like when a brand kind of gets involved with something, you just go, can I Yeah. We're doing this. We, the people, are having a good time with something. This We're sharing ends. our ideas. I don't need to hear from those ghouls.
3: But I don't know why they think it's going to like, enamor voters it's like we want to see you being politicians doing your jobs like actually making change in the world not doing these stupid lists that we have to do to survive living in this shit yeah hole. we need to have a
1: bit of joy you should probably be
3: doing your job probably you're, now, you're 90
1: grand a year to do probably do it so on the Labour Party one they're
3: like um out Tory sleaze oh, oh! grow up and it's just like oh yeah. I mean, stuff like that. You kind of just go, don't just don't bother. But also, like giving million pound contracts to your friends. It's like we know that that's something we're to
2: do. But also, this is so childish. You know what it do is? Do it childish. properly. Do a proper smear campaign. <laughs> you know what it is? It's reducing really serious things yes, into this like it. meme format, and it's just I don't know. It's not funny. It's not serious. It's so unfucking. That's serious. so true. That's that. It's almost like offensive. We make jokes, and they're
3: like, haha, and we're like, no, no, no. This is actually your problem. We're allowed to joke about it, but you yes, can't. Yeah, 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 we're out
2: here suffering.
1: Please don't. Don't use a, It's very pandering. You don't use a meme to us you can just have proper policies I prefer that yeah me too (laughs) it's dead then it's out
3: it's It's out out. in an atlas R.I.P.
0: (laughs) Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe
1: The internet tells me I need a water bottle. I need a water cup, sorry, and I need about a thousand of them. Okay. The Stanley Cup, do you guys know what I mean by that? Yeah, I do. So quite confusing, the Stanley Cup is apparently like some kind of American sport cup, not what I'm talking about. It is a very durable, reusable water bottle made by a really old American outdoor camping accessory company. And it has taken off. It has like got the girls absolutely rabid. It's a forty ounce, and I don't, I can't find what that is in like normal people. Like, sorry, normal people, (laughs) normal people, English. Uh, Not to alienate our American listeners, English people. Water. How many pints? How many pints is that? How many pints of wine can I? I don't know millilitres. So it's a a forty ounce, (laughs) several pint thing. It's sold. It's marketed as like a really durable. Reusable cup, you buy one, you're done.
3: But it's basically, I'm sorry to shit on Sally, isn't it
1: just a flask
3: with a straw in it? Like people are like, it can keep things hot
1: or it can keep things cold. And I'm like,
3: we have had these in the past. Yeah. Why why is everyone talking about it? Like it's a new
1: thing. What's new about it is one, everyone has one, so everyone wants one. They've done a redesign, but this company's like 113 years old. They've been making these cups for years. In 2020, 2021, like sales of them started to rise because of a group of American influencers who marketed them as like a really, really good reusable cup. And it has just gone absolutely stratospheric. Because
3: I've seen where I saw them initially was when I got really obsessed with the people that can't drink water, so they put all these like flavored syrups in their water. <gasps> that was a weird. time. And that was weird. And that I like got obsessed with it. And they, the standing Cups. In when I was watching, that was just an accessory. I wasn't really focusing on the cup. I was more focusing on the fact that they're putting like jelly bean flavor liquid into water, which I thought was propulsive. But this, some of those people would have like fifty of these standing Cups. They do. But to me, that's quite a weird corner of the internet. No, no, no. Lo and behold last month perhaps, Emma Louise Connolly, proud lot's wife, someone who I follow avidly on Instagram and see as quite a very trendy woman was advertising a Stanley Cup and I was like this is permeated into it all is. Was it a spon- sponsored
2: ad or was it her own It was f- her a sponsored ad, yeah. Oh, interesting. So maybe, maybe a lot of this is them doing a really good marketing campaign with the internet. I think it is. I think that they, they
1: really like clombed on to this initial surge in popularity. Like these women who were like mums in Utah, we talked about the Utah mums, said, look, this is the cup to have. Their sales, I mean, I've got their sales written down. It was, inc- they were doubling their, their revenue every year, year on year on year from like 73 million to I think the last one, 2022 or 2023 was like 400 million re- in in revenue. So what drew me to this was one video, like Stanley Cups have been really popular for a long time, Yeah, They're really trendy. Mm-hmm. One video of a target in America, a little gift, a little table full of these red and pink cups it's their valentine's launch a little sign that said two items per customer and a swarm of women like descend on this table and they just like eat it bare like kind of like ravage yes like fish on a whale carcass there i think four minutes they sold out so i was like oh this isn't like the must-have accessory it is a trend piece where people are buying two three some people do have collections they've been having for years and years they have dozens and dozens and i was looking oh, wow. on TikTok because of course that's the first place i go some women have whole rooms full of them mm. their packaging still on so these cups sell for like 40 50 dollars oh, going for a thousand dollars on resale what so valentine's day ones if it's a limited re- release there could be like a resale thing but these people are just holding on to them
2: and that's why? fascinating
1: and it's not even like a fun item it's not a toy you play with it's not like the latest gadget it holds water, it keeps it cool, hot. That is, I, that's why I can't wrap my head around. And children as well. Children and teenagers want them.
3: I get teenagers. This is the thing. It's a, to me, it's a really Teenaging I can imagine being at school, everyone having a Stanley mm. Cup me, and we're like, Mom, I really want a Stanley Cup. Because do you not remember like the pay, Paper Chase pencil cases? This is the kind of vibe I'm getting from it. Did mm-hmm. you ever go to Paper Chase? And yes. I wanted like every time they brought out a new pattern or whatever, okay. I'd be like, I want that pencil case. Someone else got a new one. My mum, like, you've just got one. And then I'd like spill ink on my one and be like, oh no, look, I have to get a new but one. But it is, the, in this case,
1: yeah, it's the it's it's adult with like right,
3: them it's, children. That's why it's funny because I'm like obsessed with these videos. But it's the women that do the water thing. And they open that cupboard and it's like 60 different Stanley cups. They're like, which one am I going to use today? And I'm like, I don't know which one. <laughs> and then they're like, the towel goes on. And you're like, okay. And then they like do their water thing. And you think, God, it does look like a fun way to live. That seems like a fun it's very to Very regimented. Have. They have a little fun drinks. yes, yeah, And wh- it's always organized really nicely. But it's just so
1: different from the life that I lead. Um, It it, is, and it's the overconsumption. I don't know about you guys and how you shop, but I get really uncomfortable if I find myself like having too many objects. I was a bit of a hoarder in my like previous life and now I'm really, I take age. I'm kind of a male consumer in the way that I read so many reviews. Mm. I I put, like I really research my purchase. Intentional. And I have one of the thing and I use it until Until it does not work or until I leave it on the bus. But
3: that's why it's so funny with the Stanley Cup because it's like the whole point of that surely is the reusable nature of it. It's like you don't, because yes. I feel awful when I'm caught short at a train station. I have no water and I buy like a bottle mm. of Evian or something, even though I think some of the bottles <laughs> are recycled. I do, I get like, oh my God, I'm going to use this bottle until it's leaking estrogen at me or whatever plastic does when it breaks down. I would reuse that 20 times. Yeah. So like the idea yeah. of having a Stanley cup or something that is designed to be reusable and then having like 50 of them. A bunch of them. And then, and I think lot them are,
1: are like filling them up with bottled water, throwing the water away. <gasps> they have no intentions, no, no eco. Oh, you're and like I read an article on green matters um, by Bianca Piazza, who was kind of explaining why obviously this is terrible for the environment, because it's reused mm. reusable materials into reusable or recyclable cup. But if you buy a hundred of them, you're defeating the point. Yeah, and she was kind completely. of explaining our human urge to collect things. Yes. It's really normal. We've always done this. And that's really understandable. But the way that we're consuming now is out of control. It's yeah. not just like collecting things that bring us, you know, like rocks. Like if stickers or something. Stickers, exactly. And you never stick them, you just keep them. Yeah. And, and there's something very satisfying about that. Yeah. But this is just like out of control.
2: Mm. I feel like there's a few things going on because I did see that video of the, the women descending on the target. And I feel like there was quite a few takes on it and mostly men were basically just kind of deriding the women saying it was really pathetic really embarrassing the way the women were like flooding this target I think the overconsumption thing is completely right and it's really true but I also, I also think there is sexism going on with what women obsess and fan over mm-hmm. and I think both of those things can be true it's not that this is you know entirely pure but also the fact that women do obsess about an object I think opens that up to people just harassing the shit out of them we don't get the same and i think Richard, you said this to us in
1: in the group chat like no one says this when it is men queuing for a sneaker drop no we give a lot greater way and i I tried to research like men and women consumer habits, but like I couldn't find anything later than 2021. But they're not all that different. Like I, in my head, maybe it's like internalized misogyny, but I was like, women be shopping. Whereas <laughs> actually we we don't. We consume <laughs> really at a similar shopping. level. We consume in slightly different, different ways and we do do different things. And for a lot of women buying this, they may be thinking, oh, you know, I, I like, that looks good and I want a practical item and whatever. Maybe not all of them are are buying just to buy.
3: What's that drink?
1: I've listened, I don't know if this is more of a kid's thing, but it's definitely boys.
3: Is it prime or prime. something? The one that was oh, like prime. You can buy it from corner shops and it costs like oh, two, fifteen pounds, is it, for a bottle of this stuff that Ugh. and they like collect all the flavours. I don't know if they drink I don't know how it is, but I was listening to all these spats being like, I've such embarrassed shame when you have to admit that you've like bought your kid this prime because they're like all want it. It's like that's i guess a similar is that different? that's a
1: manufactured like i don't really know what that is a
3: manufactured like it's from ksi craze. isn't it it's his drink but isn't it just like yeah. they want to collect all the flavors i'm like are yeah. they drinking it like what's going on i think this It is an interesting thing the stanley cup thing because it is so like at least with trainers like something like that there is use utility in having a variety of different types of shoes like the stanley cup thing i think why it's odd is like maybe having a backup one because like in my head, my favorite is I guess any water going there, but you know, like a protein shaker. That's mm. kind of what it makes me think of, and that smell when it's not been washed, it's funky, bit oh, funky. Yeah. So I can imagine having like a backup one because you're using one one day. And what, but it's yeah, the collection. Maybe it's just the colors.
1: It is, and everyone wants to collect them more. So I think the company have gone from like a reusable cup manufacturer, which is like you know, kind of eco conscious. We use. Recycled whatever it is to being like we are. We are creating demand by constantly coming out with new drops, new new colors Mm, that look. You know they're all pastel colors. They're limited edition. They know what they're doing, and they are for their own immense profit. Kind of being incredibly wasteful, and I'm trying to work out where the greenwashing is. Is it them as consumers? Are we pretending that we're more eco? i be out think, buying is anyone stuff.
3: buying
1: it saying it's eco i did see a woman be someone was like it's so sad that you can see this is on tiktok and she had hundreds of them and someone was like it's really sad you consume like this she was like i'm killing the planet with my recycled cups <laughs> i don't think so they're all recycled and people are like you're not getting it oh, i mean something baby, has no. really been missed here in the education of like sustainability and yeah. that is sure we all have to like that's not by accident that is on purpose by big companies they say that they're green we go brilliant i can have as many as i Mm. want that's a gap in education but still i would like wanted to knock my head into the wall
2: do you guys get this watching that kind of tiktok scene i'm thinking of you know women who have like dividers in their fridge there's like all of this kind of overconsumption when it comes to living your life which is also synonymous online with kind of being healthy Mm. productive being a better human it's almost like moralized to have, you know, all of these things and like be as organized and productive and separate your life like that. Have multiple cups because you're on top of life that you could use for different drinks. And I feel like there is a draw to it. I kind of find it really compelling if I'm being honest. It's my one of my
3: favorite TikTok tracks. I
2: love. I literally
3: love watching women organize snacks. Yeah. Pour things from one plastic container into another plastic container. But I think I love it because I'm so Celtic and I'm like the opposite. Yes. that. I don't organize my life in that way. I Nothing has a place. It's My so fridge so is just think. shoved in. You're not alone. I don't. So like watching it, I find really fun and like fascinating. But I think it's because it's just something really therapeutic Soothing. about. Soothing.
1: And they don't live like that, I don't think. I think it's like the polar opposite to, you know, those TikTok videos of people rolling bottles down the stairs and they smash and breaking things. There's that and then there's people is. making... You know no, artisanal ices yes, and the everything ice in, and it's fair, and they've all got gorgeous nails. It's very ASMR. Yeah, so I yeah. think neither of those things is how people live, but they've realised that there are there's a lot of views to be made. Mm-hmm. So they do that, and then they probably go back to living just like us. See, yeah. I actually think the people that do the organising of the
3: draw think do live like that. Do you think? I think so because it's often like mums like buying their weekly shop, and I find it fascinating because it's in the US mm-hmm. and it's foods that we couldn't really buy like snacks i've never heard of but i love my favorite is just when they take honestly out of like one plastic container that's come in put it in another it's
1: like my favorite thing the oh, and so then good. they just like line it up i'm obsessed it makes it feel in control i think
2: that's peaceful. precisely that's
1: a human life lived i'm it's the control thing and like life is chaotic and painful but mm. if only i could have all my everything organized all my ice one, in one day place. that's
3: my dream is to have like all my herbs in like nice pots yeah but for now it's just not
1: something no no crave order and maybe that is the Stanley Cup
2: thing we're watching it going god that woman's got a cup for every occasion I think (laughs) what the fuck am I doing with my life I think that's what is what it is but I also feel like with the order stuff and with the Stanley Cup thing there's I think there's kind of a dangerous thing with control and having all of these things under control and having multiple things that you don't need I think it is this kind of toxic mindset that if you go too deep into can just be like I have everything under order I have my life under order and I think once you start slipping into that mindset it can seep into some dangerous ways speaking of somebody with former eating disorder stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that slipped into this stuff yeah yeah yeah.
1: and I don't want to judge too harshly women who possibly are just have this one outlet and it's cups they're cup brained and that's fine <laughs> cup pilled cup pilled sorry <laughs> yeah cup pilled <laughs> <sighs>
3: So it's New Year and obviously Happy New Year everyone. And one of my goals is to try and read, I set myself this challenge the first time I think it was in 2020 and I did it, to read 52 books this year, which is obviously a book a week, Mm -hmm. which I know sounds like a lot. But if you do it well, which I'm going to explain in a minute, it can change your life. So when you read, for example, I think people think like, oh my God, you're going to be racing through books. But what I found is that, A, you don't realize how much time you actually spend scrolling or just wasting time. So if you read before bed, 10 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. every night, every time you got on public transport, every time you're like making a cup of tea, or like you basically fill the gaps of time when you don't realize that you're going to have an absolute time sink just going on a phone. Oh. And it's actually not hard to read a book in a week when you're doing that. Like as in, it's not even like you're slogging to get through it. It's just it adds up so quickly over the week. It basically just means that you're wasting less time than if you scroll. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. That I find that really interesting. I read... 11 books last year which definitely pales in comparison to 52 and I was really proud of that because I really have found it hard to pick up reading again after doing English Lit at uni Mm. so 11 for me was a massive deal so 52 just sounds crazy to me like it sounds like so many books I
3: finally I had the exact same thing where I hated reading after doing English at uni because they make you read so much so many books yeah then I got into it and then I did that reading challenge and then I felt bad actually every year since because I haven't I didn't read that many last year I can't remember how many re- I read it's stupid I think it's arbitrary I think it's it's actually dumb to aim like I shouldn't be doing this but it makes me do it helps me get in a routine yeah it means I get into bed earlier so it is about the reading but it's also about if I have that goal it kind of helps me to be in bed by nine with a book I get and a that. cup of chamomile tea Aww.
0: do you know what I mean to otherwise have a number just, in mind. it just gives than... me some
3: sense of and it Motivation. doesn't even matter if I only read like twenty it's still I'm not that fussed about if I make a goal, but I like if I achieve it, but I like setting, Mm.
1: aiming high. No, I can agree. And I do think, do the behaviors that are attached to them. So like- uh, this year I'm going to read more in bed or this year I'm going to read on public transport instead of being on my phone. Then that adds up to to the numbers. Yeah. You d- the numbers will take care of themselves if you do that. Um, and then it's a good reason to do it. I think if you're doing competitive reading, like I want to read more than everyone else. You do like one, you're maybe just not going to enjoy them. Maybe you're just going to, I don't know, like try and fly through them instead of like making reading a healthy habit
2: and enjoying the actual text as well because I feel like I always wonder with people who have these mad numbers I I always wonder are you sinking into the book because for me my favorite thing is like really like luxuriating in a book that I'm obsessed with obviously if you really love it it's really easy to rip through it but I don't know like some of the books that I read in the last year are some of the best books I've ever read and I, I just wonder like if you get to the like I don't know 200s and 300s are you really sinking into them but also I think
3: some of those people are not to be gender essentialists but a lot of them are men and they are reading um those kind of like atomic habits type Business businessy books. Yes. yeah how to make how to win the and room. how to not fuck people off and whatever and if you've ever read one of those books they're really quick to read okay and they're, like, not hard. And so I think a lot of the people, you know, you see these guys online that are, like, I make six figures a year and that's because I read three books a day. It's because oh, all yeah. the books are basically the same book. Like, I think they're part of the <laughs> I actually think most men are part of the problem. But I agree, the competitive reading and even me setting that goal, I do think there is this idea of, like, performative reading. Yeah, for sure. But I agree. I think as long as you're reading fun and enjoying reading...
1: And not judging the books that you're reading yeah. or want yeah. to read rather people are reading. Yeah. So I saw a really funny tweet from um, Brandy Jensen at Brandy L. Jensen on X that said, read a little over a hundred books this year. That sounds so impressive until you th- learn the titles of like 80 of those books, <laughs> which I think is like, that's absolutely fine to read yeah. books that are kind of a bit fluffy or like, I don't want to say mindless, but like the ones you can kind of sink into. They're not hard literature. They're not. War and Punishment, Crime and Peace. I think if you let yourself read those books, did <laughs> I get that right?
3: Isn't it War and Peace, Crime and Punishment? War and
1: Punishment, Crime <laughs> no, and Peace. No, you noticed
3: that. <laughs> no, she said War and Punishment, Crime and Peace. And, and you I was, was like, what? <laughs> but you said it back to front. And I looked at both of you and you all just smiled at me and I was like, wait, am I going insane? <laughs> it did spinaurisms. But also, I actually do this year want to try and read, so like I've never read Lolita. Like Ooh, never yeah, read yeah. Anna Karenina. Yeah, I haven't either. I've never read any Sylvia Plath, which I feel like... The, so you want to read to some real So I actually do classics. want to go back and read some classics. And that will, that is another thing that like will take time. I think if you're reading books, like lots of ones we've spoken about, like really good actually or good
1: material or those books, like they are easy to read. Mm-hmm. I think like... Something that's not in your usual style. yeah, that's a little bit of a, like a, a period. I think that's really good. And it will introduce you to things that yeah. you either had a preconception about I remember reading Pride and Prejudice like so late even though I was obsessed yeah. with the 2005 Pride and Prejudice film reading it and being like oh I loved
3: this I loved, I but, loved, I loved Pride this. and Prejudice I went That's to a book. really big Jane Austen phase in like form with my best friend and we were like oh my god we just loved Jane Austen we used to go let's go on a promenade we just like walk around a field oh la la we, like that. got really into like but it was that was also a posturing thing. Even then we were being different. We were like,
1: I'm reading like the Bonte yeah. Sisters and Jane Austen and like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's nice. I think a lot of the books that are written now are like written for this time. They're quite trendy in the way they're like, I'll read a book from three years ago and it's talking a lot about like Instagram and mm-hmm. like Instagram's old features. And I'm like, oh, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. Books don't have the timelessness. So I kind yeah. of do want to read a book that is dated but isn't dated in the same way that has like regain some of its like universality
3: yeah so maybe
1: I want to go a bit back in time I read some yeah. George
3: Orwell last year and loved it yeah and I was like god writing like so have you read Down and Out in Paris and London yes yes yeah, yeah. and it's like people don't do that he literally went and like basically became like homeless in in Paris and London in order to write this story about like what these cities are like it's like yeah. It's that gonzo doesn't journalism. exist anymore.
2: No, it was gonzo journalism. It was the beginning of like inserting yourself into a scene, which kind of spurred, you know, like the Vice style of journalism. Of, I took acid at yeah. Crufts and here's what happens. <laughs> I saw a tweet that made me think about this in a really interesting way. talk is obviously really massive, but the app of TikTok has, for in many ways, reduced our attention span. Yeah, There is a big trend of these, you know, influencers promoting reading so many books and having that kind of attention span on an app where you know everything is five seconds and is reducing our attention span it's kind of a weird juxtaposition yeah i know what you mean i do like
1: that they're encouraging people to read um as a lot of like looking down on tiktok and book talk and whatever but they're encouraging each other to read There, it's like an online book club they are exactly and they're kind of encouraging people to revisit the classics which is what we were talking about we want to do that this year
2: one thing that actually got me really back into reading last year and i would definitely recommend this is i set up a book club well it wasn't me personally but i attended a book club that a friend set up and that was the thing that launched me back in because talking about books is the best bit about reading i think i agree I love
1: it. Do you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to read a book all together. Not just us three, but like the pod, the listeners. Um, So maybe if you've got a book that's either coming out this year or you would like to read or have started reading send it in i'll do a question box or just dm us on um, at everything is content pod on instagram um, and then we can pick some do you yeah. guys feel like that's going to do yeah I'm so i am would down. love it. i just want it to be more communal reading yeah. i think would be really fun everyone's responses to the question box that we put up about
3: what everyone's been reading oh, yes. and everyone's goals and things should we should we read some of them yeah, yeah
1: let's 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 we had numerical goals we had people yeah. saying like i want to do 45 50 100 a lot of people just had like habits they wanted to do which i thought was quite nice Aww.
3: Yeah, and I think also people were saying interestingly because I know Beth you'd read a hundred books and I kept going on about Whoa. that to you and then mm-hmm. I saw a tweet which was like I read a hundred books had a really hard year yeah oh. I basically just insomnia anxiety so I'm hoping never again but then and someone else said something as well they said last year I read 71 because my heart was broken and I had a breakdown <gasps> yeah. so no. this year I just want to enjoy reading love that, which I love because oh. books are because I think that's a good way of looking at it as well it's like sometimes people excel in certain areas like reading because things aren't going right not because you know they're <laughs> yeah. like really on top
1: of it Everything. that's such a good point and it's important yeah. to point
3: out like my job is very flexible I can do reading as part of my job if you're like a surgeon
1: yeah some people read like four <laughs> books this year because they were having sex with the soulmate or like yeah. have a family or like we're thriving
3: I'm not having any sex that's
2: how I've <laughs> sex. that must have been my, my problem <laughs> or just during yeah Friend of the podcast, Sarah Minervis, also suggested a good one. She put mostly reading older books and not the, this is verbatim, by the way, mm-hmm. total dog shit publishing keeps publishing our way, heart. Um, <laughs> yeah, what do you think of that? Yeah, I think that's what we're saying.
1: We yeah. kind of want to go back in time. Agreed. To when books were good. The only book, the only good books coming out this year is my book. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait to read. Yes. One a week baby is what um, Sarah Espina says, which I think one a week is actually quite that's my, that's my... One a week, yeah. And also, because then if you don't, like, if you go on holiday, you can maybe do, like, three a week and take a week off. Also, I haven't actually...
3: Last year, I didn't read that much. my I think because I'd written my own book, I wasn't, like... I couldn't read, really. And I think the reader in me is back. I'm now in this place where I can get... Let myself fully get into a book mm. and... It, I, it's almost like watching a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I haven't had for ages.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yes. Bernard says, "Stop reading with my phone next to me. Quit yes. Goodreads challenge. Yes. Reread more." So I think that's a really good first point. Just get that phone away because it's so tempting. It's so tempting. Throw it away. Throw mm-hmm. it away. Sink in.
2: Whatever you're reading, watching, listening to this year, let us know. Keep us in the know about it, and we can talk about it.
3: As always, we'll put links to everything we reference in the description
1: of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a rating.
2: You can also follow us on Instagram at everythingiscontentpod if you want to have a natter with us. Go on.
1: See you next week, girlies. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.